Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. And just quickly, Alastair, yeah. before we do the podcast, yeah. I want to tell you a little something about the people who are bringing you this podcast, who are supporting it to you, carrying it to you on a, on a, almost as if it's in a sort of a little plastic travel case, mm. right? It's Harry's. Oh, yeah. Right? Harry's are bringing you this episode. And if you go to harrys.com forward slash think tank, you're going to get a very special deal just for <sighs> listeners of our podcast. Okay. They're so blessed. They are, they are blessed and they bless you with their blessings because mm. the truly blessed man is he who blesses others. That's right. God is the ble- most blessed of Correct. all. Correct. <laughs> and Harry's. And Harry's. Um, gosh, there's some good stuff in there. I think I forgot. Uh, we're recording this after the podcast to put it before the podcast. I think I forgot to talk about the details of what's actually in the pack. But, oh. boy, the weighted ergonomic handle, that five-blade razor with the little trimming thing, mm. that um, lubricating gel, that foam. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best, Al. Absolutely. A travel case. Travel case. Mm. That's your spirit spirit animal. It's the just... Harry's travel case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want that one of those that I can put over my head. Yeah. Protect my head. The protect way that head. I protect. If only I protected my body the way that I protect my Harry's razor blade. Something we could all learn from. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you in the podcast. Bye. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I wish you could have been here in the pod just 20 seconds ago (laughs) before we started the recording. You know, we do little gestures to each other to get excited. I I pointed at Alistair with my finger and he... Bizarrely, chose to grab it between the knuckles, like the knuckles of two of my fingers. I slid it in between his his, his finger gun and clamped on. And when I reacted with shock, he thought it was hilarious and stayed clamping on. I, well, I thought because I thought maybe my thing was acting a bit like a it was like a hole that I was put in, you know, that I was sliding your finger into. I thought you were acting I, like oh, he's you getting, were getting some kind of sexual <laughs> joy from this. Yeah. As it is, I lacerated my. Knuckle hugely <laughs> washing a can of tomatoes, and he was gripping down on this huge it's wound. It's one of the biggest I've cuts I've ever seen on a person. <laughs> this is why you don't rinse out your gar- your, your cans. <laughs> But also what we're learning here is that you can't tell the difference between my sexual pleasure and my genuine pain. And I don't think you would want me to be able to. (laughs) No, I don't want you to know. Well, I don't want you to know because then you're going to have to go back and re-examine all the other times that you've thought that you were hurting me. But really, (laughs) I've been having a wonderful time. And oh, I secretly I'll live d- for these moments. A delightful time when, I, when you, other times you've clamped down on other mm. parts of my body. Yes, yes. No, I was, was this something we talked about on the podcast that "ow" is kind of like the universal safe word? Mm. Did we talk about that on the pod? Yeah, but the problem with it is that it sounds a lot like my name. Ow. Ow. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, so you might be in some kind of I don't know. Oh. Getting beaten up by people, yeah. right? 
and then you might shout out your own name and they'll stop beating you up, yeah. thinking that you've been hurt. But then in reality, you were just calling out your own name. Yeah, I can see how that could go badly. <laughs> I mean, what if three of the guys are called Al? The gang yeah. of Al's. Yes. A parliament of Al's. Mm. <laughs> Is that a joke you've made before? No. Oh, that's really good, though. Um, and uh, they, uh, they're beating on me. They're wailing on me. Mm. And, uh, and, uh, and then I say, Al! Like that were Al. Yeah. <laughs> I'm following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go, yes. Like and then it does save me. But not because it's a safe word, but because because they don't want to, they, you know, they're, I guess if they're wailing on you, it's because they mm. want to hurt you. Mm. But also, I guess I'm an, also an owl. So maybe I was trying to get into the club. You're also an owl? I'm also an owl. And then they were, um, they were, you know, it's like one of those. Gang indoctrination, not indoctrinations, but in mm, induction inductions where they have to beat the shit out of you. Gang inductions is that when they lay you down over a circle of copper wire and pass a current through it to sort of charge you? <laughs> non contact, so. contactless, so that they can Wirelessly. all they can all charge their phones on your I back. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those in- weird induction ceremonies. <laughs> Right, is any of this anything? Is I that think a the idea, but I think the idea of a um, well, uh, yes, I think an induction ceremony that involves actual induction charging, putting some, uh, uh, not a sketch that necessarily anyone could ever make, <laughs> but one that it like one that uh, yes, it involves putting a, a, a spiral of copper wire under your hand, like in the future, Alistair. Mm-hmm. In the future, mm-hmm. we will have this, won't we? Yes. It'll just be in the palm of our hand, right? Power okay. in the palm of our hand, yeah. right? And then when you you'll be there'll be a little circle of things there, and then when you're holding uh, your your phone, mm. it'll charge up in your hand. That's a good. You'll be able to charge it with your hand. That'll be good. Of course, you'll have to be plugged into a mains outlet somewhere yeah. else, or you could have them in the soles of your shoes. So well, okay. So so there's. Uh, induction in the soles of your shoes. Well, there's You're maybe, being charged maybe an, that an way. induction plate. Yes. So that allows you, if you go and stand on a certain part of the mm. f- town square. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can you get that power that goes up your pant wires, down your sleeve into your hand, or just you know maybe you've just got wires going through your body. Great. Yeah. You no. know I love a, a, an almost pointless body, body modification. <laughs> I like it. I think we could. Also, manhole covers will be will be the little charging plates. Oh, yes. We've already got them. They're already round. Mm-hmm. They already look a little magical. Mm, that's true. You know, um, sort of like a summoning circle of some kind. You know, years ago, Google did a thing where they said they're going to use the pipes into toilets, that from from toilets to go from house to home. This, to is, home. this, is, as, al- as this a- is this is already. I can tell you right now, this is the dream you had. No, no, this was an <laughs> April Fool's thing. I think. They oh, did. okay. But they were. They said they were close. Use... The April Fools of the mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's dreams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess that's kind of what it is. Every it time is. You, go, like... you go, finally, I have the ability to fly unaided, <laughs> and then you're like, and this time it's not a dream. <laughs> I've thought that in dreams. And yeah. this time, it's not a dream. Yeah, yeah. And then you wake up and you That's go, That's how they get ah, you. April Fool's! When, when dreams develop the ability to dream the words, and this time it's not a dream, mm-hmm. that's when dr- we, we, we lost, you know, we lost the war against dreams. Yeah, yeah, now they... Because no matter what, what argument you can use, they can mm. always find a co- counter-argument. Mm. 
because mm. they're you, so they're very clever. Very clever. Very <laughs> clever. Um, all right, Alastair. So yes. I do want to say our is a universal safe word. Mm-hmm. Like if all of existence, if life is suffering, right, Buddha, right, if all of existence... If all of existence is, you know, is Buddha. both pleasure and pain, yeah. right? Then really all of existence is an elongated BDSM session, mm-hmm. right? Right? Mm-hmm. D- devised yep. back in the mists of time. Yeah. And our was the safe word that we all agreed on. And it was encoded into the Into genome, the DNA. The yeah. DNA, the first one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you see, do you, does that deserve to be written I down? That, I think that's, yes. we're going to write that down. Yes! <laughs> Um, okay, and then, and then oh, what just by this? withholding just a little bit, oh. I think we both get more satisfaction. <laughs> I feel like I have power. You feel like you gained something. Yeah, that I've passed some imaginary test. Um, but then, then dreams as the April Fools of the mind, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not a sketch, but definitely you could get get this as like some kind of stand up bit, you know, in some of your stand up that you do. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Some of that co- stand up comedy, your little skits. Yeah, your little skits. Okay, well, I'm just going to go it down. up on stage. You can I'll say, use I'll that. Say, you can this use is them. a skit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had a good gig this week, you told me. Mm. How good? It was really good because I showed up. I was like, I just went out to a gig um, to to be like, I need to just go out. Mm. And go see a gig, so that I can get in the habit of going out and doing gigs that's again. That's a good part of it. Yeah. Also, see a few people fail. Remind yourself that that's okay. Yeah. Remind yourself that that's okay, and that that's why you got into this. Yeah. Because other people fail. Yeah. That allows you to look better sometimes. Correct. Yeah. Um, and and then they desperately needed somebody because somebody had dropped out. Our good friend Pat McCaffrey oh. didn't appear. At his gig. Yeah. Old Pat Mac. Yeah. And so I got to do a gig. And Hope it, he's okay. And it went really well. I think he was doing a fringe show and he didn't remember. Ah, uh, hmm. yeah, right. You did a gig and went really well. Did you do uh, placebo chop? <laughs> I didn't do placebo chop. I was going to. But then because it was a paid gig and then I was getting mm. a bit of money. Oh, this is the best. What an amazing sequence of events. It was $20 that I got. Yes. Yeah. And a That's bunch of beers. Money. And I was still That's drinking back then. Yeah. You're not yeah. drinking now? No, I'm not drinking now. Oh, that's good. I was thinking about bringing some beers tonight. And then I thought, maybe Al's doing that thing where he doesn't drink again. I'm trying. I, I find it's the, it's the greatest burden in my life, drinking. Because mm. it's so great. <laughs> um. Children must be a close second then. Mm, yes, because, because of the greatness. Because so, of how great they yeah, are. Yeah, almost as great as drinking. The minds. Mm. So April. Drink. What wonder, is it, April Fool's? I wonder where the last, you know, the, they say the first bite is with the eye. I wonder where the last bite is. Mm. <laughs> Definitely the anus, right? Mm. The last bite is with the, well. But I guess, I mean, it, it is fun to picture the anus sort of shutting and that that's mm, like. The, like a little chomp. Mm, but biting it, off. But when off it eats, the... it, it eats on emptiness. Mm, it, it feeds does. on emptiness. It's like depression, the anus. <laughs> yes. It's like depression. <laughs> okay. It feeds on emptiness. Is that, is that a thing people because say about depression, or is that just a genuinely philosophical thought that you've a, just It's a beautiful little poetic yeah, isn't it? thing. Yeah. Where, um, about the anus. Mm. <laughs> Being like depression, yeah, um, because you the last bite, yep, is with the anus or depression. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. 
Um, other ways the anus is like depression is when it's really bad, mm. you don't <laughs> want to leave the room, house, <laughs> the house. That's true. When your anus is it's really, really bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, or uh, when when it's uh, when you're in bed, uh, you've got to when it's when it when it hits you. Mm-hmm. No, when it when you when, f- it, when you feel it, feeling it, feel it in bed. You have to force yourself to get out of bed, even if you don't want to. <laughs> Is that what? When you feel it, you have to force yourself to get out of bed even though you don't want to. I think that's absolutely a spot on one. <laughs> like when you feel when you feel it in bed, it's hard to get out. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's better. Uh, um, that was great. Thanks, Andy. Yeah. Um um, yeah, really happy about that gig. Thank you very much. Did you do any new bits? Or did you decide that you, because I just of the $20 my, I just you did would do my Jeffrey Epstein game. joke that that may or may not continue to live, but it's a uh, cuz it's it's probably not okay. You told <laughs> is it <laughs> if you told me this. I well, look, it goes like this. It goes um actually I accidentally said something that got a bigger laugh than I think the punchline did, but it was uh I said well, Jeff Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, which is sad. <laughs> and is that what got the bigger laugh? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then I said, um, "Isn't that crazy?" He said he was innocent, right? And he killed himself. You know, imagine if the court case happens. You know, the one that's going to happen, and the judge finds him innocent, right? And he's gone and hung himself. Boy, will his face be red. Yeah. It's all so good. Well. But it's it, amazing that the witch is sad. God, the yeah. <laughs> but you're thinking of retiring that. Well, I'm just not 100 sure. I think that all the targets are in the right place, mm. and I like the joke. Mm. But it does bring up to it brings up both <clears throat> killing yourself and um, <clears throat> and pedophiles. Yeah, but surely in such a way that they cancel each other out. That's true. And 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 I think in that technically a, makes that in a, the way a, that Jeffrey Epstein did. Yes, <laughs> but I think that technically makes that joke one that's actually family friendly. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to go on uh, Australia's Got Talent mm. and only do that joke. <laughs> yes. But when I say only do that joke, I mean I'm going to do that joke over and over again mm, for five minutes <laughs> or however long you get. I wonder is that one of the ones? This is the my, I never believe the those those shows because there's that new one right the masked singer mm-hmm. right people seemed quite excited when that first broadcast here yeah. people were like tweeting about it and stuff I was like are you all you people seriously watching this show mm-hmm. what what about this has made you it was one of the biggest shows in America I think really yeah yeah right okay so everyone's excited about the prospect of and it's got you know it's got a, it's got a question mark over it you want to watch cuz you want to know who it is i guess that's it that's a good reason to watch. And you can guess. And so it's open-ended. It could be anybody. It could, it, like the game could be, it could be the same, the same game could be who, what's in this pla- paper bag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you going to tune into the paper bag show tonight? Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, if somebody told you it was like a really valuable thing mm. that belonged to a person that was once beloved, it'd 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Would you be like, I wonder what it is? I mean, you put a few interesting elements in there, but I actually don't know if I needed any of those elements. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> What's in this paper What's bag? What's in the bag? Is it a ham sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. The, the bag's going to sing a little song. <laughs> What was that song? Hey? Was that a real song? Was or was that an original? Does the bag do original? That was a paper bag doing an original. <laughs> he just kind of crumples it a little bit and lets it unfold a little bit. Mm. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Is that a sketch? Then? What's in his paper bag? Yeah, I think I that's know, absolutely... That a game show? Yes! Yes, that's yeah. a show. That's a, that's a, it's certainly a sketch. If it's not a show, it's definitely a sketch about the show that it isn't. Um, but what, was I, what I was going to say is I saw a little bit of one of the trailers for that on Twitter the mass Singer thing, mm-hmm. and all the judges were standing up out of their chairs. They're always standing up out of their chairs. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing that I, 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 can't. Can't, I can't stand. You could, never be, you could never be that excited about anything? Never. <laughs> never. Like, and certainly not, I could never be that excited about anything like every week on demand, you know, yeah. within a certain hour-long period. You know what? I think... What's in the paper bag would be a great, like, Twitch show. Mm. You know, because you could just stream until people get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and, then, and then what are you, are you giving them? So pe- I haven't watched Twitch, but it, it's just people making comments, and yeah, you can see like the comments and that sort of thing, and you're mm. like, you're, you're there, you're holding your bag, mm. right? Yeah. And do you, do you sort of give any clues or jingle it or anything like that? I don't know. Not saying that bag jingles. Yeah, yeah. We're not saying it jingles. I guess. I guess you could do. You could blow towards it. Yeah. You could. Um, you could try and shine a torch at it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess people can ask you to do different things in to exchange the bag. for money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you go. Oh, wow, I want to tell you what's in the bag, but uh, you got to make it worth my while. Yeah. You got to. You got to help me out here. Who the hell are you? Got a bit of that quid pro quo. Mm. Are you are you at all interested in the Ukraine stuff with Trump? Of course. But I don't know if, like, after you, because you were so into the Russia stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is kind of like season two. And, like, I yeah. never come back for season two because I get too invested in season one. And then I'm like, I don't want to see bad things happen to the characters that I love. Now, that's what happened with Indiana in uh, Better Call Saul. And she didn't like seeing bad things happen to Nacho. Yeah. I'm exactly, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, maybe not Nacho, but Saul himself. Yeah? I was like, oh, I don't want, him, don't want him to turn into a bad guy. I'm not getting anything in here, I just realised. Yeah? Well, yeah. well we're, you know, um, Al's indicating his, uh, his headphones. No, I meant, I meant in the podcast. I'm not getting anything <laughs> out of this. Um, no. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm very interested. Mm. Um, I'm finding it hard to, like, to connect with it, like, mm. to, with the gravity of it. Because everyone's treating it like it's such an incredibly grave thing, mm. but like I think in the way that like so much of the madness has been normalised, I'm like this doesn't feel like it's as bad as some of the other stuff. Yeah, I think because I think it's kind of in a way what people were accusing Trump of with the Mueller, like with what they thought that maybe he had done with the other election. Yeah, right. Um, but they had no evidence of his, his his asking or anything like that sure whereas this is probably you actually have because he's just recorded it's just been recorded on the mm. white house phone or whatever a transcript or yeah i think it's just a robot that listens to it you know like a mm. thing like that but um but then also somebody who worked there who's seen it and then seen them try to hide that 
wonder if the robot's the whistleblower. That'll be very exciting. Very exciting. Mm. You know, if a bit of AI, you know, if a little transcription robot achieves sentience and then, mm. you know. I mean, do you think, yeah, you could you could have a robot that at least knows what's in the public interest? I mean, be something, wouldn't it? Because, I mean, like, could, could say TMZ get their own, like, robot mm. like that? little listening robot mm. and so then they could just have it like a like one of those you know google spider crawler mm. things that goes on every website but this one kind of goes into every phone call and mm. everything tmz <clears throat> isn't this the, the the media entertainment news yeah whatever <laughs> yeah okay yeah. Right. so they would they would they would listen into every phone call and, and they just know what's in the public interest what's in the public interest <laughs> okay. in terms of like you know celebrity gossip oh sure yeah <laughs> Sorry, when you said TMZ, like that sort of just washed through my brain, like it was another one of these, like NSA, NSA CIA. CIA. Yeah, is, is TMZ is that one of the <laughs> one of the big ones? One yeah. of the wings of government. I look. I, I think, think at some point they should just be absorbed by government. Yeah, I think a sort of a governmental de- gossip, uh, gossip branch. agency. Yeah. Mm, sure, department. It feels like something they would have in Britain, like the BBC, being so mm. you know is is an entertainment entity that mm-hmm. is so tied into sort of the state, mm. right? I don't see why you shouldn't also have a gossip wing of, you know, and people, sure. a certain amount of your tax goes to get a certain amount of mm-hmm. gossip. Socialised gossip. We love yeah. to socialise things on this podcast. And I think... Look, uh, I'm going to write it down. Yeah, so that I'll, I'll stop talking about it? No. No? No, no. Oh, well, then I'll keep talking Please about it. Please keep talking. I want, I want us to go deeper. Deeper? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um... Well, and also, like, the state could be ruining people's lives by coming sure. out with fake stories Finally, about Jennifer Aniston to... and whether or not she's having a baby. Well, I think, I think one, of the, one of the things would be that we would – because, you know, the ABC, our, um, our government uh, broadcaster mm-hmm. here in Australia, is, one, is cons- consistently one of the most trusted news sources – or the most trusted news source mm-hmm. in the country, right? Yeah. And I think – um, having that kind of honest broker in the world of gossip mm. would give you the option of like knowing what's goss, yeah. you know, what's real goss and that sort of thing. And hopefully it would try and raise the game of all the other ones that are just making up stuff sure, on the yeah, front yeah. covers. Yeah. I mean, we could probably get actual interviews with mm. Jennifer Aniston that aren't made up. But mm. I mean, I think it'd be nice to still just put her on the cover of every mm. Pay, magazine, I guess, if they have oh, their sure. own magazine. Oh, sure, put her on. Be like, look, we got a new photo or whatever. Mm. Um, Do you think her and Brad are going to break up? <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking good No. to me. Yeah. Um, Did you hear, I just recently heard about why Brad and Angel- Angelina broke up. Is it because of his cannabis problem? Yeah, and, and, and drinking and stuff. Yeah. But he was just kind of too deep in it. But you go, how, do you, how does this guy... How does this guy have problems? Yeah. Well, how does he stay in such good shape? Yeah. Well, cannabis doesn't make you put on weight. Doesn't it? Yeah. I think I think some people, you know, you snack when you when you take mar- marijuana. Yeah. But then people push through to the other side. Then they stop snacking altogether. Really? It sounds like he pushed through to the other side. Yeah, yeah. He also seems like somebody who, like, probably has developed pretty good snack control over yeah. his over He knows his what life. to snack on. Carrot sticks, mm. you know? Maybe even oh. something that's lesser... In calories, maybe celery sticks. He's always eating those negative calories. Snack like a celebrity. Snack like Brad. Brad snacks. 
It's a new vending machine just, company. Yeah. Right? And the vending machines are mm. all in the shape of his abs. Of, oh, just of Brad Pitt. Yeah, sure. And so you shake his hand <laughs> like that, and then out of the wrist comes just celery sticks. Okay. So, so, so he's, got... he's, he's, I think his arm kind of, I guess, hangs there pretty limp. Right, yeah. and you grab it, and you sort of shake it, and there's a little you can get a little cup, and you shake, and there's a hole in his wrist well, like Spider Man. You know, it's like you know, it's like one of those you know, he's got like a f- carbon fiber kind of hand, yeah, and then it's carbon fiber arm, yeah, and then there's a there's a break there, yeah, in between the two, and there's just like a like an elastic that goes from one to the <laughs> other like that, yeah. and so when you shake it, you kind of open up that circle, the gap, and things can come out, fall out, <laughs> and so the celery sticks fall to the ground. <laughs> So you take it the cup element that I introduced. Well, the cup, you know, he's a Hollywood guy. He's not going to allow, he's not going to allow sort of more plastic waste. Sure, to kind of go sure. Okay, so you're therefore the celery sticks yeah. kept in Brad Pitt's arm. Yeah, and maybe are falling to the ground. Maybe you, you could scoop them of, all up. There's like cashews that you could sort of slip your finger into his <laughs> belly button and just scoop them out of inside of his gut like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You think no. there'd be stuff in his ears? <laughs> I think peanut butter. Yeah. You can dip the celery sticks in it. You think he's keeping that thin heat and peanut butter? I guess. It's, still, it's natural well, peanut right. butter. It's, it's natural. And, and you know what? And it's just a nut. As long as you're keeping it's away from those nut. carbs and sugar. Carbs. Carbs. <laughs> <laughs> carbs? Yeah. Give them away from those carbs. Carbs. <laughs> um. Okay. I mean, you're, this is the problem. Mm. This is the problem that you run up against. He's a man who's kept himself in such good shape. Yeah, he's gonna. He's got. There's so little storage area inside Brad for, you know. Yeah. You want someone a bit more solid. I know, but it doesn't. It's not about what you want. You, people want to rummage through Brad Pitt's body. Oh yeah, they do. You know, and that's the. Experience. And they also want a snack. They want a snack exactly. <laughs> so maybe you put the coins into his ears. And the peanut butter's in his nose, and you pinch his nose, and you squeeze it out like that. Okay. Yep. Like that, and you just kind of you, you wipe it on your celery or okay. your finger, however you're going to eat it. Yeah. You open his mouth. Can you open his mouth? Yeah. And get anything out of yeah, there? Yeah. Um. Sure. I guess grapes. The, grapes. That's, are they too sweet? They are pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, maybe old school grapes oh. that are all sour. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and With yuck. the big seeds in them that you mm. won't enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a big part of being Brad. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He did, did do a lot of stuff that he enjoyed, like it ma- sounds marijuana. Like, it sounds like he did. Yeah. All um, right. I think I think you could write down a Brad Pitt vending machine. It'd be a real change of direction for him. Oh my god. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, um, but we did just recently talk about Brad uh, on oh, we the Weekly mention, pa- we Planet. Went, we went on the Weekly Planet. We had a great time hanging out with those It dudes. was so good. Thank you for having us, Nick, gentlemen. James. Nick and James, I believe they're called. Mm. And uh, Andy, you came up with the perfect name for Ad Astra. I did. I tweeted about it. I think it was uh, Sad, Sad Brad. Brad's Bad Dad's Mad Astra. That's More right. like... That's more what you like. got. You got to say more like. At more the end like, of 
yeah. as part of the name, actually. Oh, you should have said more like at the beginning. Ad Astra, more like sad Brad's bad dad's mad Astra. But you can say more like at the end as well. More like. Can't you? Like, if you get your emphasis mm, right. You can say two more likes as well, one yeah. before and one after. Okay, I'll try or that. Or you could say two more likes first and then nothing afterwards. All right, so uh, I say... Uh, Ad Astra, more like, more like, sad Brad's bad dad's mad Astra, more like. No, I said one afterwards anyway. I couldn't yeah. help myself. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that's another option. More like is kind of like, um, you know, it is a zero calorie phrase. You know, mm-hmm. or you, it, exactly. It it's like anything. the celery. It's the kind of it's the kind of phrase you'd find in a Brad Pist. Pitts, uh, in Brad Pitt's pits. Br- Br- Brad Pitt's pits. What's he got his, in his pits? Or br- the Brad Pitt uh, thesaurus, mm-hmm. which is a thesaurus that's shaped like Brad Pitt. Yes. And he can shake his wrist <laughs> and, and like words like more Synonyms like. Synonyms fall out. <laughs> more like. I think you should be able to crank Brad's arm, mm-hmm. right? So that his armpit goes up and down and it pumps out, I don't oh, know, some kind of like. Salmon moose. Sure. You approach the bread snack body and it's just this strong smell of salmon. Unrefrigerated salmon. It's not refrigerated. Well, I mean, what's inside is... He's there in the hot sun. He's made of carbon fiber. He's all black. Black bread's mad dad. 180 degrees in there. Unrefrigerated. And he refills it himself once every three years when he visits your country. On a jacket. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's bringing bringing me a lot of joy. Yeah, brungin. I've been brunged a lot of joy. Hey, after we do this podcast, Alistair, you know what we're going to pop into the other booth and do? What's what's going to happen in the other booth? We're going to do a bonus episode. A bonus episode of what? Sci-fi Try Guys. Oh, we'll do the Patreon bonus episode that we do, uh, where we right. write sci-fi stories. Correct. Oh, yeah, that goes for people who are, are part of the uh, the king, not the king's ear, the other one. Yeah, the other one. The eight dollar one. The eight dollar one. Hey, we should talk to people about Harry's shavers. You know what? That's a really good idea. I don't even know if we're supposed to be doing an ad this episode. Yeah. But I was sort of overcome by a sort of an urge <laughs> <laughs> that welled up inside me like hot salmon mousse, right? Yeah. And it's coming out of me, Alistair. Mm, I want to tell cool. you about Harry's. It's it's a better way to get shavers. Oh, you got it. Right? You you can't be lying there because because you think about shaving. Yes, right. Shaving Constantly. is a, is 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 you know is is a burden already on your life when you got to do it like in the mornings or that sort of thing. Mm. It's bad enough that you got to do that, right? That you got to squirt the stuff and you got to get the thing and scrape the thing and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say it's bad enough. With Harry's, it's a joy. That's but right. But let's just say you're one of the people who isn't with Harry's, right? Mm-hmm. So this is, you're going through this burden. You've got yes. your, your blunt razors and that sort of thing mm-hmm. that you're using. But that's not the whole process because you also got to go to the shop. you got to spend all the money. you got to ask Too them much. to get them for the little hook behind the counter. They treat you like mm-hmm. a common thief. Yeah. And you don't have time for all that. That's that's when the shaving really begins. That's right. Right? It's a, it's a, it's a months-long process. Just mm-hmm. to try and keep a nice flat face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, with Harry's, though, they've taken out all the pain from that. They've taken out the pain from having to go to the shops because they, they come straight to your door. Mm-hmm. Right? They've they're taken out, taken out the, the pain of that hard plastic handle mm. that you get with most shavers. It's a beautifully weighted ergonomic handle. 
Mm-hmm. It's got feels a, it's got, cool in the hand. Oh, it's got a squishy rubber to it. Yeah, but also sort of a white. And... Well, whilst it's got also firm. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's squishy enough to feel comfortable, but firm enough for support. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've never held an, a, a knife in anger. No, but but when, if I ever have to, mm-hmm. I hope they have that kind of cool. They have a Harry's a Harry's <laughs> razor handle <laughs> yeah. on it. <laughs> If I ever have to fight, you know, that's, mm. that's, the, that's my kind of razor gang. Anyway, Harry's. goes to harrys.com forward slash think tank and get your starter pack, okay? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a little deal we've got going for our listeners. Harry's.com forward slash think tank, get your starter pack. Have a great time. Have a great life with Harry's. I, I could go on and on. Oh, you know they get you... their blades from Germany? Well, I know. I've, I've, seen, I've seen a video about the precision engineering that they use to make those blades. And it's got to be precision. Those blades are so thin. And they're so close to your face. <coughs> they're as close to your face as anything's ever been. Mm. Probably. I think it's probably closer than any lover. <clears throat> Correct. Especially yeah. considering I shave the inside of my mouth. Mm, that's right. And I've never let a lover in there. <laughs> I've never let a single... I say, keep it outside, huh? Keep it outside. All right. My mouth is like depression. Yes. Yeah. Um, My... I don't. Once you get in there, <laughs> once you get inside me, yeah. When you've beca- got, when oh, you're feeling it, <laughs> when you feel, when you're feeling inside me, it's hard to get out of bed. It's hard to get. <laughs> um, Harris.com forward slash Think Tank. Uh, thanks to them for supporting the podcast. What's the deal with um, succulents? Yeah. You know, are you a cactus? You're not, are you? So many people are into them. Mm. My brothers are into succulents. And there's one just over there now. Yeah, it's not real. No? No. I mean, it would be dead if it was. Why? Because there's no light in this room. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why we record this in the dark. In the dark. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't subsist a desert-based plant off this off of regular feeble light? indoor lighting. I don't, I don't think so. I think, in, I, think, I think I've killed a lot of plants that way. Yeah, but my grandma used to like... Seed gets seeds going in the basement, which was the darkest place I've ever your, seen. Your your grandmother was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> she was a saint, you animal. Really? She, so was, f- she was four foot eight. That's crazy. Well, four foot ten, something like that. Four foot eight, four foot ten. It was. She was short. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sounds like she was. Mm. She sounds like maybe she was some kind of like mole creature. No, like she was too she was too soft to be a mole, right? You know, I think I think if you're a mole, you spend a lot of time in dirt with rocks and things like that, and you get calloused up. You know, I don't know. I yeah. always imagine moles being so soft. A mole. Yeah. Oh, maybe you're right. I want. I want. You know. I, yeah, I, but I know. But she's a bald mole. She's a bald mole. <laughs> yeah, she'd be a bald she's mole. A, so she'd be a naked mole rat. Is that what I you're guess me? so. But she had white hair as well. Okay. You know, she wasn't sure. entirely bald, but I mean, like you know, I assume most of her body was. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a wonderful woman. Oh, thank you. For, based is, off is of this... everything that you know, that her body isn't entirely covered in hair, and that she's four foot eight. Is she from Canada? She, yes, she was from Canada. It would have been a lot of. Indoor time, a lot of basement time, I imagine, in the winters in Canada. Of Are you course. from one of those bits in Canada that gets real cold? Yeah. Or does all of Canada get real cold? Yeah, I think all of it does. I think Vancouver's probably some of the least cold. But, right. But, you know, I think all of Canada gets cold, yeah. yeah. It's a cold place. It's yeah. near the Arctic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, that's what they all tell you, that, like, because it's cold all the time, mm. they learn to stay warm. 
You know? That is what they tell you. Yeah, yeah. And then but do they, they complain? Do people complain about the cold in Canada? I don't remember. Yeah, right. I was so young. Mm. You know, and then you would just but be like, they I didn't guess complain like, we, to we, you we, about we, the cold. I can't remember. <laughs> you're, you're talking about my youth. What do you remember about your youth? You remember get, getting re- in rusty cars? I remember nothing about my youth. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. It's been known? washed away. Who would have known that life would be washed away by 35? Man, my grandfather would tell us stories. Mm. How tall was he? He was pretty short. <laughs> yeah. Only five, five, six. Really? Yeah. But he. Did hair cover his body? <laughs> not much. No. Not a lot. He was a pretty smooth guy, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Um, but uh, he would he would tell us stories about being, you know, five, six, eight, all this stuff that he mm. remembered from his very small youth, and I got none of that. Yeah, and right. this is even before I was looking at my phone all the time. Although maybe not. Maybe there was a time when I used to have a great memory, and I've just forgotten that I used to have a great memory mm. as part of forgetting all the memories the rest of that your I life. had. Yeah. yeah. How would I know? How would I know if I'd had a good memory? I guess if I kept a journal where I'd written, gosh, I remember a lot of stuff from well, my childhood, do you think but we not could, written it down. Do you think we could offer a service where people call us up mm. at a very exorbitant rate? Yeah. Right? And I at the it. end of a day, and they go, and they tell you what happened that day. Yeah. Right? And you say, oh, we'll remember this for you. <laughs> Right, and then you just take that recording and you file it under today, yeah, like that under that person's name, like that, and then, and then if they ever want to know what happened on that day, you can just play it back to them, or you, yeah. Uh, this is this this is what I would pay for, mm-hmm. right? I don't call them; they call me, right? So the service calls me, mm-hmm. right, and they say, "Look, I know you're busy, but answer the phone and just tell us what you did today." Mm-hmm. Right, and I'll be like, ah, oh, I don't know. I went and did this, and I went to here, and I did that, and that sort of thing. And they'll they'll be they'll listen for thirty seconds, forty seconds, or whatever. They'll be like, all right, that's good. We got enough, right? And then they sit down with like a sort of a beautiful leather bound journal, right? Mm. And they painstakingly handwrite yeah. all the details of my day, and maybe well, they, they get a, a robot few, to do it. <laughs> they get a robot to do yeah. it to painstakingly handwrite it, mm-hmm. right? And then they add in a few embellishments of like what sure. the day was like and that yeah, sort of thing. Found a- Free Coke can. Exactly. Ooh, and then you made like a, you, know, you made a wind chime out of it. Yes. How was oh, For your dirt children. They know me so well, right? And then they, and then at the end of every year, they send me the leather bound diary, and I slot it into my shelf. And, and just, then I can pretend that I'm one of those people who has journals and yeah, that's the thing. And then I, later, later when I'm old and I've forgotten that I used to call up a robot, and mm, a robot used to call you. A robot used to see. I've already forgotten, right? <laughs> I'm already in the process mm. of forgetting. And then I'll just have the journals and I'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I wrote all of this. Mm. You know? I think that's good. Even if it's like, we just call it journal entry. Yeah. No, we'll call it journal, but J E R N E O W L. Journal. Journal. There you go. Oh, saved my time and money. Yeah, because when, when we. When we're selling our company that writes down your journal entries, mm-hmm. we really want people to immediately know that we're not particularly good at spelling. <laughs> That's not going to be one of our priorities. Yeah. So we get pretty pretty fast and loose with that stuff. Is that a sketch? I Look, I'm going to write it down. Yes, Alistair. See, this is season two, right? The bar has been lowered. Yeah. But I think, yeah, with journal, it's going to be hard to make this company and not sort of take advantage of people, isn't it? Sure. Unless you're just charging like, like a lot. Like identity theft kind of stuff. 
No, I just mean like like you know getting that all that nice handwritten thing. You're just gonna have to get people from countries who are poor, oh, sure, 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 and who have nice handwriting. But I guess this is why we got the robot. Yeah, but then are we really gonna invest in that robot? Either way, it's gonna be expensive. Like one's gonna be expensive for us. I mean, I think one. I think if you could, if I, I think you could probably do it pretty cheaply, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like if if we're talking about a robot, robot, yeah. and having to build a robot that like has a face and arms <laughs> and can walk independently, and that's yeah. something self-powered with a tiny nuclear reactor, so it will never die, mm. and it can that, sort of, like, like make quips and things makes like that. quips and understands the difference between right and wrong yeah. and all of that. Then yeah, okay, that's probably a fair bit of burden. But yeah. like, if we can just get whatever that robot was that was listening to Donald Trump on the phone to Ukraine, yeah. right? And it's just just that. We can just call them up and yeah. get them to... Yeah, okay. And then, and, then, and then we're just using some fake handwriting pro- font, mm. for, which is probably pretty good, right, that they These have, days, yeah. right? And then, and then we're just... And then we're, like, it's costing us nothing, basically. I guess so, yeah. Right? And, and then it's just the cost of the books. Hopefully the White House doesn't want any money for that listening software. No, I don't think so. I think they give away those kind of secrets pretty, pretty easily. Well, I guess they're giving. They're, I mean, if the whistleblowers are giving everything else away, are yeah. they? <laughs> um, uh, but oh, did we did we did we write anything down about the socialized government gossip website? I did write down government yeah. gossip department. Yeah, I think that's good because I think that they would have the right of um, because because they're part of the government, mm. they do probably have the right to subpoena certain records or, so, or <laughs> stuff like that. They can get warrants and that sort of thing for sure. particularly juicy bits of gossip. Yeah, yeah. And I like that a gossip squad. They can kick down doors if they think people are like having an affair. Celebrities mm. are having an affair in there or something. Run in with their cameras, mm. take a bunch of photographs, run out again. But it's all above board because it's the government. <laughs> They haven't done anything wrong, but we really want to know. They have double O gossip agents. Correct. Who have a license to kill. Yes. Um, And a license to titillate. Yeah, a license to titillate. The the pun is on the kill and the till in that. (laughs) Tiltillate. No, till. Till. There's already a till in there. Tiltillate. You don't need to put another till in. Tiltillate. Why? Because there was already a till there. Oh. So then would it be tick-kill-eight? Is that with a pun how you're going to do it? No, don't worry about it. That's no, okay. Journal. Um, I'm, we're never going to remember what that is. Uh, it's just a it's journal a, company. It's a journaling robot company. Um, phone calls, etc. Man, I've been getting so many of these scam phone calls from like Belarus or whatever. You yeah. get a random phone number. Like it's got lots two, of twos. Lots of twos. Yeah, all that stuff. Andy, uh, Indiana just got one today. Yeah, I got one today as well. And they just call you for like half a fraction of a second and then I guess they're relying on you calling them back. Mm, they probably make a per minute rate. And then they charge you for that. Maybe even I mean, a flag fall. There needs to be some flag fall in there. I mean, if they got a flag fall, yeah. I mean, if they have the option of a flag fall, I think they'd put in the flag fall. Yeah, absolutely. And then... And then I mean, what an amazing way to get money. Mm. Like, it feels almost like a victimless crime. You know what I'd love? An amazing way to get money. Yeah. Um, Andy, I think, look. We've got, we got a bunch of stuff. Okay, we've got a bunch of stuff here. Okay. So then should I just go to our three Let's wo- go to our three words from our, um, well, our listener. This is somebody who supports us on ab- Patreon. Yeah. I feel excited by this one. I yeah. Think, I think they, right. these are good three words. 
which is not to say anything against any no, other no, three no, words. No, 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 no. Absolutely, but you know, I think these are the words that I need today. Correct. Okay. Yes. So this is from Jaden Douglas. JD. JD. I'm just double checking that I'm not saying that wrong, or I didn't write it down wrong, because I feel like. How could you write that down wrong? Jaden Douglas. Look, it's possible. It was possible. So, hi, Jaden. How are you, bud? Hi, Jaden. <laughs> hope, hope you're good, mate. Yeah. Oh, keep safe, hey? Yeah. Okay? Right. You look after yourself, all right? Yeah, all right. Looking after the family? Yeah, good. <laughs> all right. Jaden's words. You ready? Yeah. Whole. Mm. Whole. Th- hang on. How's that whole spelled? W H O L E. Great. (laughs) Boob. Yes. Areola. (sighs) Alistair, have we had these words before? Have we? Or did we just, by total coincidence on the 24-hour podcast, come up with a sketch about someone who was made entirely out of nipple skin? I think maybe that was a coincidence. This is... um, Wait, I'm not sure now. Jaden sent the, us those words quite a while ago, I think. I think I might have seen them come through on the Facebook. Yeah. But you're right. I don't think we have we haven't done them before on the podcast, mm. but we randomly did come up with a nipple a, a full, full full nipple person. A full nipple person that's gotten it's made entirely out of nipple skin. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know I don't know what effect that has on their life, right? <laughs> but whole boob areola. Mm. I mean, really you you sort of I can imagine a a boob yeah. where the nipple is another smaller boob, right? Okay, wait, let me think about that. Wait, okay, <laughs> yep, where the nipple is a smaller. Because I mean, if the if the boob had a mm-hmm. had a boob, yeah, then it would probably be the, be the nipple. Be the right. nipple, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, I could you picture? Sorry, were you going somewhere? No, because I could picture, you know. Boobs all the way down. Mm. Oh, well, you're, well, you're talking about some kind of infinite recursion. I mean, Alistair, you got me. I mean, but you could, I mean, picture, I mean, especially at the back of an animal. Let's say at the back of an animal, say mm. an animal. Let's, if you picture just a, like a regular mm-hmm. mammal, but without its fur. Yes. Right. And then you saw, instead of a tail, instead of it being spine in there, you know, that spine thing has been done mm-hmm. to fucking. It's to death, done, mate. Done to death. Invertebrates mm-hmm. ad infinitum. Vertebrates, I think is what you mean. Vertebrates, yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Um, but instead of that, it's just a boob and then a smaller boob where the nipple would go mm-hmm. and then a smaller boob where that nipple would go mm. until you just have this kind of kind of disgusting chain of boobs. What's disgusting of, about it? Eh? What's disgusting about it? I mean, it's the human it. body I think is beautiful. Obviously, the boob is a very attractive thing mm. to the heterosexual person. Right? And, and non-heterosexual people as well, I imagine. And all I'm doing this badly. And all the other <laughs> varieties. Right? right? But, but uh, what could be more attractive than a, a boob? A boob where the nipple is another boob. Well, sure. Look, and I know I think what you're describing is possibly the most beautiful thing that's ever been seen. (laughs) But, but you know when, Mm. when you're (laughs) looking. No, but I think maybe because of the recursive quality, it gives it an insect type Mm. feel to it. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like you're not getting the the relief for the eye that mm. the nipple brings. Mm. You see, it's just kind of a clump of, you know, sort of tissue and and it's you know, it's a it's a nice it's a rounded shape of mm. some sort, you know, and that, you know, that has its own satisfaction. But 
the nipple is the rest for the eye. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's your your eyes stop traveling around, and mm. then when the nipple's there, you kind of you can focus on something. Sure, you know? I think we talked about this before that the nipple, the men men's nipples are very much like if you were going to do tracking, motion tracking, they'd be the <laughs> points that you'd use. There. So then, if you instead of so then you get to the nipple and you think, oh, finally, I'm going to be able to rest these mm. these weary eyes that I have. Yeah, right. But then you get there, and there's just another, another clump, boob. another yeah. boob clump. Yeah, like that. clump. Yeah, and what then, a beautiful description. And then you search on there for you, your eyes move wildly around that smaller boob. And you think, what's for, that in the middle there? What's that? And well, you're searching for something somewhere to rest your eye upon. And you get up there, and then it's just another clump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my clumps. And now my clumps. And now they're getting, you know, now they're no longer. Mm. A size that is beautiful. I mean, they still have that. Kind of, there's like a flower kind of feel to mm. them, where you know, fractal, a fractal kind of flower feel. Mm. But I don't think they're. You're no longer getting those kind of like the joy that you get from it being this thing that brought you the first thing that brought you joy as a baby. Yeah, you know, at <laughs> those at those it's sizes, twisted and perverted. It's but. perverted, and it's and it's mm. at those sizes. I think. The image is not complete without the nipple. Yeah. No, I think you're right. <laughs> That's why people can just walk out and just cover, you know, walk I think out you'd totally. Go in, I think you'd go insane. I think yeah, you would go insane. <laughs> I don't think you'd go more than than six clumps before entirely losing your mind. That's why somebody can walk out of the shower completely naked and just have one finger over each nipple mm. where you can't see any. And it's fine. They're not really naked. Yes, that's right. We all know that. Um I, I, another place my mind has gone mm. with this, right, is that it feels to me like a like uh, a surreal something that would happen in a surreal version of Seinfeld, right? George has a new girlfriend, yeah, and then after they first spend the night together, he has to go. He goes back to Jerry and he says, "Her nipples are boobs." <laughs> <laughs> I. Love the idea of surreal Seinfeld. Well, I feel like maybe that's already something that's done a bit by one of those weird Twitter accounts. Yeah, where they, I'm not 100. percent There's write... definitely modern day Jerry. Yeah, and then there's another one where it's just all a bit messed up. It's written in that internet style of like, okay, written by like an idiot or something. Yeah, they right. don't like some of the stuff doesn't make sense. But I'm not sure. Like this feels like almost like a sort of Seinfeld, but set. Set in a surreal universe, or maybe in some sort of weird post-apocalyptic thing where everyone's mutated. Oh, I'd mm. love that. That would be right yeah. up my alley. If we could just do a regular sitcom, but where everybody's a bit mutated, mm-hmm. I would love that. It's just a standard, like it's like set in the office. Yeah. Right. But everybody's mutated. Well, I. It's like all the admin people at Professor X's uh, school. They did. They did the the. Where uh, the Adams family, yeah, right, and that's sort of like, like, I've, it feels like you know werewolves, vampires, Frankenstein's. That's all the past. The future is mutants, mm, right? Absolutely. So if you wanna if you wanna update that kind of thing, make everybody mutants. Yeah, yeah, like melted face, mm-hmm. or you know you've got you've got a skin cape. Correct. Um, I think. Maybe cousin it could fit in. Yeah, he'd still he'd be fine. Yeah, I think it could be we could do a, that crossover, could be a crossover character. <laughs> be like okay, it's the it's the it's the Frasier mm. of the Adams family, where cousin it has gone to Seattle 
and now he's, he's living with a family a bit. And he's got a re- he's got a radio show. Great. I thought you were going to say, and he's got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when cousin it gets an erection? Well, you would see the little indentation. <laughs> oh, or an, an, an indentation, or do you see a penis coming through oh, the uh, through the hairs? It depends how thick that hair is. Um, um, I have two questions. Is Cousin It re- related to Grug? Got to be. Okay. Yeah. And then the other question was, do you think if Professor X had his school but at the time that the Adams family were around, they would be the kind of people that he would accept? Correct. In fact, I think they should do, they should do that as a crossover. It's the first, really the X-Men first class, though, to go back a little bit further. Mm. The prep class or yeah, whatever. Would like have Uncle been. Fester, that mm. ability to light, light a light bulb with his mouth. Mm-hmm. That's, an, that's an unharnessed electrical power. Yes, you could fight evil with that. Yeah. Um, I think we should go through the sketches and get out of here because there's other people going to come in and okay. do a podcast real soon and we All are right. we running got, over. We got induction ceremony involving actual induction. What a great sketch. Andy, this is going to be a lot of rock-solid sketches in this one. Yeah, we're going to make how a lot of money the, from How this. is the universal safe word? Uh, this is this one's a skit. This <laughs> is uh, Dreams is the... April Fool's of, of the mind. mind. Yeah, yeah, he wrote The Mind's April Fool's. Um, then More we got like? A, a game show, What's in the Paper Bag? Oh, this is good. <laughs> this is some good stuff. Then we got the government gossip department. I've noticed that none of these have any jokes that you could easily think of, and that's why they're going to be good because I think so. People because go they avoid this. the easy stuff. Exactly. Then we got Brad's snacks. <laughs> when you say jokes that you could easily think of, what do you mean? Like they've got jokes in them, don't they? Oh, well, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I like is that not, nothing. There's no low hanging fruit, you know. <laughs> Only high level comedy writers can make anything out of this, you know. Which means that, you know, they're less people yeah. are less likely to steal these. <laughs> you know how they they say that creativity thrives with constraints. Mm. Well, we're thriving with the constraint of our own lack of creativity. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest constraint of all. Oh boy, he wrote a very good show based on that. Uh, this is journal. It's the journal company. Correct. Then we've Just got... call them up and tell them about your day. Then look, they written, call you I've from written, Belarus. I've written Surreal Seinfeld. I don't know. I don't think it's our idea, but there's just something in that. There's just something oh, I think in that. maybe George's girlfriend And then we've got the boob fractal, boobs which is the nipples or boobs. Mm. And, um, mm. and I think that there's going to be something in that. Something is going to happen there at one point. Imagine if your testicles were boobs. Each testicle was a boob. Anyway. I'm Alistair Trombley Virtual, and I'm at, you can find me at Alistair TB on Twitter. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. And we're at Two in Tank. Um, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, there's a link down below this podcast in the little show note area down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try and remember to put a link to the episode of um, the Weekly Planet that we were on. Yeah, you can listen to us talk about uh, Ad Astra, which I was just, a lot of fun. I just appeared on a, a live Twitch Sans Pants uh, Plumbing the Death Star last night. Oh, I'm sick! Not, I'm not sure if it's going to be a, become a regular episode, but it was very fun. Yeah, great. Well, if I can link to that, I will. Yeah. Um, and if I, by, if I can, I mean if I remember. It might not be released for another few weeks anyway, and this will come out tomorrow. Thank you to, for everyone. Thank you to for everyone. everyone. 
to everyone for, for listening to the 200th episode, for being who you are, mm. for uh, continuing to listen afterwards if that's something that you're doing. If that's yeah, this is craziness. But welcome to season two, where things are just a little bit off. This is surreal to mm. the think tank. Correct. Or we're going more real. That's a type of surreal. Yeah. Um, and we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.